Welcome to the Single Well Podcast. My name is Dr. Mila and I am a family doctor turned wellness transformation coach. I created the Single Well for Christian single women and moms who want to learn how to simply incorporate wellness practices into their daily lives. After having a baby, getting divorced, and years of struggling with weight gain and declining health, I went searching for a natural weight loss solution. But instead, I discovered that true health was found in leveraging my spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, and relational wellness. Listen in to gain the tools and mindset to start developing your own unique wellness strategy. Let's do this. Please note, the information shared on the Single Well Podcast is meant for informational purposes only and is not meant to replace the advice of your personal physician or healthcare practitioner. Please consult your personal medical professional before embarking on or implementing anything discussed on the podcast. You are listening to Pivot and Bloom, where you will be empowered to change your mindset, flourish in your body, and fully engage in your own wellness revolution. I am your host, Camila Marie MD. The content shared in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. Be sure to always consult with your physician on any and all of your personal health matters. Hello there. Thank you for joining in again. Uh, Welcome back to Pivot and Bloom. Um, This is a series um, based on my recent career pivot, um, really to um, entrepreneurship and figuring out what uh, the next phase of my life will look like. Um, But I did uh, two episodes so far, one on a pivot to family, talking about the portion of my pivot that had to do with my son and all of that, um, all that goes along with that. And then the second episode was about a pivot to self-preservation and the importance of self-care and taking care of my body and um, being mindful of the toll stress was taking on me. And so this episode is about a pivot to philanthropy. And um I have to admit that when I hear that word, I think of money. I think we, most of us do, we hear philanthropy and we think of these billionaires that do give back or donate money here and there to this charity and that. And we, um, look up to that in our society. We think of that as a positive thing in most cases. Um, there's of course some cases where it's not so positive or it's being done for personal gain and so forth and so on. But I had to go and look up the definition of philanthropy, and I love to do this. I love studying words and seeing what they really mean and how to define them and um, how to define them in my own life. And 
Philanthropy actually means the desire to promote the welfare of others. Um, I didn't expect it to be that simple. Um, I thought that it would involve money, and in a lot of ways it does. So if you look at the um, general definition or you look at how people discuss philanthropy, it usually is in regards to money. But um, within that uh, definition is the word welfare, and welfare actually means the health, happiness, and fortunes of a person or group. So Philanthropy is the desire to promote the health, happiness, and fortunes of a person or group. So I thought that was really cool because I'm thinking, you know, about what I'm doing and all of the things that I'm doing and how that fits into that definition. And that really defines it for me. Um, Absolutely. um, Part of this is wanting to learn how to earn and make my own money in my own way so that I can have higher earning potential. But for me, that's uh, mostly about giving and being able to give back and being able to give financially, but in a lot of other ways as well in the way that God has directed me. So um, for me, that includes helping others to heal holistically, to heal from the inside out, to learn how to take care of themselves in a way that will extend their lives and not just extend the years, but extend the quality of those years that we have. Um, So there's a Chinese proverb and there's, you know, it depends on what you look at, you know, these quotes, there's never like a consensus on who said what, but um, the quote is, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. And so while I was looking at philanthropy, the word charity came up and charity actually does involve giving someone something that takes care of a need. Um, and essentially it's in that moment or for that time. Um, it's not a ongoing thing. You have to continue to give for, for that to be um, useful. And, you know, we think of charity um, in the church as, as love, which it's true. It, it's loving to give someone something, um, to give someone in need, um, something. And we're called to do that. Um, but in a lot of ways that only helps them temporarily. And, 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 you know, we all can say if somebody is hungry and they need a meal right now, and especially if they have, you know, some medical condition or something going on and they need to eat right then, of course it is perfectly, uh, fine. And, you know, recommended and encouraged to give them what they need in that moment. If somebody needs medical attention or somebody needs help of some sort, we want to be able to do that. But when I think of my life and what God is telling me to do, it involves a more detailed, in-depth process of actually um, giving back the gifts that I've um, gained over the years, you know, my medical knowledge, my... um, propensity towards learning and curiosity and all of that, that led me into a place of wellness that led me to a new place of health for myself. And then being able to gift that to someone else, to be able to have someone else benefit from that. So Hebrews 13 verse 16 says, and do not forget to do good and to share with others for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. And so of course, you know, something that I've said um, in this particular episode, but throughout um, the year in Pivot and Bloom is, is how God um, has a very significant 
um, place in my heart and in my life and is the driver for a lot of what I do. Um, in our next episode, we'll talk more about that, my pivot to obedience. Um, but when I started to really think about, you know, what I wanted the rest of my life to look like, what I wanted my work to look like, what kind of things that I want to do with what I have, the gifts that I have, it really always comes back to pleasing God, but also being a neighbor, um, loving my neighbor and doing what I can to pull somebody else up, pull, to pull someone else up in where they're suffering. Um, and something that I have seen a lot, and I think that it's very intentional on God's part, is being on the quote unquote front lines of medicine and being a family physician and seeing people at their worst, so to speak. So when I say at their worst, I mean they're sick, um, they have something going on, they have a chronic illness. Um, there's some reason that they are seeking the care of a physician. And while we are not in the emergency line of things, when sometimes we have a little role in that, um, I'm seeing people where they really just don't want to be there. <laughs> they, they are living their lives and now they've developed a problem that's gotten to a point that they can no longer withstand that without some help. They need assistance with that. We also have, you know, people that don't want to be there <laughs> And they avoid it like the plague and they're there because somebody said, hey, you need a physical and they may not feel bad. Um, and then they leave with new diagnoses and new prescriptions and things that they're just not happy about. And they feel kind of downtrodden about that, for lack of a better term. And being involved with that was an absolute blessing. Being able to have people open up to me and tell me their deepest, darkest secrets, their, um, the things that they're fearful of, the things that um, keep them up at night, um, especially in regards to health, um, because without health, we don't have much else, honestly. Um, I think everything is affected um, by your health, especially when you're not in good health. Um, so being privy to that has been the big, one of the biggest blessings of my life. Um, but what it showed me was that I had a lot more to give. I had the medical knowledge to give people the medicines that they needed and send them to the right uh, specialists and the right medical facilities and so forth and so on. But in essence, I wanted to see people truly heal. And um, when we are giving medications, when we're sending people for procedures, when we're doing those things, I believe that too is God's work. That too is something that um, can can take the place or be a miracle for a lot of people. Um, if you are having an appendicitis, your appendix is has ruptured or is going to rupture and you need surgery, in that moment, there's no diet or exercise or uh, any kind of intervention in that sense that's going to save you from that problem. At that point, you need to have your appendix out. Same thing with the gallbladder, same thing with certain back problems. Some people have back issues where it actually starts to impinge on their spinal cord. And if they don't get that operated on right away or taken care of immediately, they can have a really, really bad outcome, be paralyzed, so forth and so on. So when we think of medicine in that way, I think medicine can be a miracle. So there's no black and white thing to this. There's no, it's a very gray, <laughs> gray area of an all of medicine. Um, something I say a lot is medicine is, is an art much more than it's a science. And you have to decide what's right for each person. 
Um, But when I take a step back and we're not talking about those acute needing something right this minute, things that happen over years time, I started to think about what I could do um, for society at large that would be different, that would help them more. And I started to see that um, I was more fulfilled and the people I worked with were more fulfilled and all of that when I was able to speak with people about what they were eating and how they were sleeping and what kind of um, products they're using and how they're caring for their skin. And I mean, just all these things that come up, I was able to help them in a more meaningful way with that in those situations where there's time, where you're dealing with a chronic illness or something like that. And I really enjoyed that. I found, however, that um, it takes time. (laughs) So uh, when you have a little bit of time to do that, I would find that it could take, you know, 20, depending on the person, it might take 20 minutes, it might take an hour. Um, but I, I enjoyed every minute of it um, because I had gotten good at doing traditional medicine. I could, you know, handle multiple problems, talk to you about something that has nothing to do with your visit and get all your medicines refilled and all of that stuff very quickly. But was I really making a difference. So in that moment, when we think about charity and philanthropy, I was providing charity, right? Um, Yes, I'm being paid for that job. Yes, I'm, you know, doing something that I'm trained very well to do. Um, But in that moment, that person needs my expertise. They need what I'm giving them. They may need that medication to stay alive or to continue to have um, a meaningful life, um, quality of life. So I totally get that. But when I think about that person long term, um, I start to think like, well, what if I told them that, you know, they haven't been sleeping well and that that could be causing all of these medical conditions or at least contributing to them or that they, you know, haven't been moving much during COVID and that that leads to a lot of medical conditions. Sedentary behavior leads to a lot of medical conditions um, that we know that our lives are shortened by that. Um you know, that, that stress, that, you know, stressful relationship in their life, whether it's a family or a significant other or whoever, that that is also affecting their health. Um, how can I be more effective in that way? And I found that in the traditional system that's set up for those 15 minute visits and getting things done, and you might have more time if you schedule it and so forth that it just wasn't the right fit for me um, to do what I felt God was calling me to do. Um, And so in that, I discovered that what I want to do is a form of philanthropy. Um, Yes, I do plan on, you know, having, um, you know, entrepreneurial uh, endeavors and having coaching programs and having content that, is not necessarily free, but I've also found a love for speaking and speaking out. Um, and there's just several different ways in which I've been using, uh, my voice and my gifts, um, in that way. And so in this season, I have found that I am doing a lot of truth telling, um, a lot of just talking in different arenas about, um, and not real arenas because we're still in the middle of the COVID pandemic, if you're listening to this down the road, but, 
Um, but just being in different spaces um, and being able to speak out about nutrition and health and wellness and how all of this affects our every moment of every day um, and being on things like Clubhouse and doing live videos and in this podcast that you're listening to now has allowed me a freedom that I didn't know I needed. Um, it's allowed me a time to or a space, a platform to really talk about some of these things that I think about all the time and that those close to me have to hear about all the time. I proverbial soapbox, um, if you will, Um, and being able to share that and having it actually help people is an amazing feeling. Having it be something that I know that God put on my heart and that the Holy Spirit is leading me in and being able to have someone say, you know, I never thought about things that way and I want to shift what I'm doing. And it, it may be something that doesn't change their lives in a way that is drastic in that moment. But that one small change leads to another small change, which leads to a bigger change and so forth and so on. And that's that cycle of wellness transformation that I talk about so much here on Pivot and Bloom. Um, I've, in speaking, I've, I've started doing a healthy living class for my church, you know, being able to provide that type of a service to those that attend the church, some of whom don't, do not. My church is wonderful about that, that we just want to help the community at large and being, being given that platform, given that opportunity to speak to fellow, um, Christians and people that want to learn about the body and how God wants us to live our lives physically, healthfully and in wellness, um, to optimize our temples, so to speak, and just having that opportunity to, to be creative and use my creativity in finding things to talk about, things to study together. Um, That is another way that I'm giving back. And I just love that. Um, Getting involved in other ministerial um, duties. So um, being involved with the women's ministry at my church, um, watching uh, the, the leader of that ministry elevate to heights that, you know, are just amazing and seeing her, meeting her when we both were starting out you know, with the church and learning a lot together and seeing her elevate to that place. And then having her ask me to go alongside her with that is another way in which I can give back. And I I would argue to say that that's my most important work. Um, What does this have to do with wellness? Well, you know, when we are not walking in our purpose, when we are not doing those things that we are called to do, Um, we live a life of stagnation. We're just kind of going through the motions. We're just kind of doing what we do. And we're not doing those things that our heart is led to do. We're not doing those things. We're not using those gifts um, that God gave us. And I'm not saying that your career, your chosen field, your job cannot be that for you. It absolutely can. But in a lot of ways, it's Um, only part of the story in most cases. There's always other things you could be doing, thinking about, and um, living out that you enjoy, that you love, that you actually gain wisdom and gain enrichment from doing, you know. Um, It doesn't have to be something you hate. It doesn't have to be restrictive or, you know, something that you dread. Um, It can be something that you absolutely adore and that you would do for no money. And so that is where 
you know, that comes in, you know, it doesn't always have to be free either in the sense of the worldly sense of free where you're not exchanging money, but what you are exchanging is time and effort. You're exchanging, um, you know, wisdom, um, your gifts that God has given you, um, and using those to help enhance someone else's life. So, um, how does that serve my wellness? It helps me to, relax to use my creativity helps me to restore in a way it's a form of rest for me because it's where my body and my mind is most comfortable is being creative and and being able to say and do things in a way that allows me to use other strengths and other gifts other than just my gift of knowledge and medical knowledge and um gift of the gift of learning um you know, that it comes in the form of being able to teach and, and learning all that I learn and continue to learn and being able to give that information to someone else or share that information with someone else. Um, it comes in being a better sister, a better friend, a better mother, um, a better co-parent, um, just being able to be um, charitable to those around me being able to help, you know, I, I probably will always have friends and family calling me and saying, Hey, you know, I'm having this thing and this medical thing or this health thing. And I just have a question or, you know, is this something you would do? Would you take this or that, um, thing supplement, whatever it is? Um, I probably will always have that, but that's another way that God helps me to use my gifts, um, to give back and to give to others. And so, When I think of philanthropy, I think of uh, just yet another way of embracing wellness for myself, of being present um, to the day and what I need to be doing in today and not worrying about the past or the future in that moment, just being present and doing what I'm led to do, doing those things that I feel pulled towards, those things that um, will bear fruit in my life. Um, so I hope you got a lot out of this. Um, I'm really enjoying doing this series. It is therapeutic in a lot of ways, just to talk about the different aspects of what went into this major decision I made to just completely shift the trajectory of my career and what that's going to look like. Um, I speak very transparently about this time being very uncertain, very unsure, very, um, uncomfortable in a lot of ways, but it is one of the best seasons um, I've had um, because I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me where I go and I'm allowing God to order my steps, but taking steps. One of my coaches says you have to take the steps for God to order them and being able to do that has been a huge blessing in my life. Um, I hope this inspires you. I hope this um, helps you to start thinking about those things that you really should not should be. I don't like to use the word should, but those things that you know you're being led to do, those things that you're like, I want to do that, but I, you know, this thing and that thing and I have this going on and that going on. Just start doing it. Take that first small shaky step and moving towards your purpose, whatever that may be. If it's found in where you are and what you're doing now, wonderful. Um, find ways to grow more, bear more fruit from that. Um, But I just think that we all have so much to give. And if we all used our gifts to their full capacity, um, how much better would the world be truly? As always, take care of you.
This has been Pivot and Bloom with Camila Marie MD. If you loved what you heard in this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever your pods are cast and leave a review on iTunes. Until next time. This has been the Single Well Podcast. For more information on what you just heard, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram at The Single Well, or you can email us at thesinglewell at gmail.com.